Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Great morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. I'm good, thank you. Praise God. Praise God. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for blessing us with this new day. This new lease of time you add to our destiny, the new opportunities that you pour into our lives and the new revelations that you give us. And you show us the way to connect that revelation with every opportunity that exists so that the path ahead becomes clear when we understand what your will for us in that path is and what your purpose is. We thank you, Lord, that you pour your peace, <coughs> excuse me, you pour your peace and your joy into our hearts. And we share the same with all those that are part of this praying family, that are part of this prayer group. We share it with all those that are beneficiaries of all prayer requests made on this group, with all those that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you, Father. And we ask for a quickening in their spirit that they might be made alive and awake in the spirit to hear from you and to see the light. So, Father, as we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name. The name of the one who is the great I am, the lifter of men, the God of patience, the God of hope, who is a consuming fire, the father of lights. And we pray in the name of his son, Jesus. The one who shall judge the quick and the dead. The one who holds the key of David. In whom are hidden all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. He is our rock and our refuge on which we build our faith and our church. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of Jesus who raised him from the dead and gives life to our mortal body, who is the breath of the Father, who reveals the deep and secret things. The spirit of the ancient of days. The father of all spirits and the seal of the age to come. We thank you, Lord, that you give this son and this spirit to us to be with us. You give us your word and you give us the gift of prayer the gift of that word that we can then speak out. You are able to make every grace abound towards us that we shall be found lacking nothing. And you renew your mercy for us every morning. We thank you, Jesus. As we get into today's reflection, just quickly recapping on the last two days, we have reflected on finding out our, the purpose of our lives and the questions that we should ask about it. And we also reflected on planning the day before to align with our purpose, why it is important to have a plan for everything in our life. Today, we shall reflect on the thing that joins these two, and that is prayer. And the kingdom principle for today is prayer is relational. It is a relationship. We have seen earlier 
that prayer is one that gives legal authorization for God to act on our behalf. Most of our times, our prayer, our approach to prayer is actually transactional. A deal. If you give me this, God, I will give you that. When we come under his government, then it is legal, definitely. But it also depends on the relationship. Along with having that legal approach and authorizing or giving him permission, we also need to have that relationship with his government. And that is what decides then how we are supported by the king. And that's why salvation is so important as that forms the basis of this relationship. We cannot come to him until or unless we are called. And in John 1 verse 12, it says, Whosoever believed on him or received him, he gave them power, authority to become sons of God. To become ambassadors of his kingdom. To come under his government and be able to negotiate with his government through a relationship that now exists. And that's the difference between getting an answered prayer and not having the relationship and therefore not having any answer. Belonging to Jesus Christ isn't just a set of beliefs or behaviors. It is a relationship. It is not a religion. Prayer is the starting point and the mechanism of maintaining and growing that relationship with God and with man. Jesus taught us to pray by calling God our Father, not my Father. And then he said, further, give us this day our daily bread, not give me. So it is about looking at all believers as one family. So that then when we look up to the father of that family, we say, give us this day. And in Ephesians 6 verse 18, he says, pray for all God's people. In Matthew 5 verse 24, he says, he won't accept your offering unless you first make peace with your brother. So he says, leave your gift here and go and make peace first. And then Jesus assures us that God is a good father. His love towards us is unchangeable. And for the sake of that love, he gave, he sacrificed his only son. That's John 3.16. And whenever Jesus prayed, the Bible always recorded him as calling God father. The only time he did not call him father. He actually called him God was when he was on the cross, laden with our sin. That's when he was no longer that divine son, but he was just the burden bearer that carried the sins of the world, the lamb. And that's when he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But otherwise, he always prayed to him as my father, our father. In John 20, verse 17, after rising up from the dead, Jesus said to Mary, who came to visit the sepulcher, he said, I am ascending to my father and your father, to my God 
into your God. And that is a relationship, the connection that he was building and he wants us to have. The same one that he called father, we could now call father and God as well. The relationship he wants us to have is to know who we are approaching and all that he has done for us and his love for us. So that when we call on his name, we are coming to see our father, our daddy, a person. The one who is also both provider and protector, like every father of every family. So that when you come to him, you come out of love, not out of need. Matthew 6 verse 8 says, he knows you have needs, but he wants you to come in love. And that's why your secret place becomes important. The place you commune with him, you connect with him in your spirit. You engage in that relationship. The closer your relationship with him, the better your prayer life gets and the better are the outcomes. Faith and trust in God comes out of that relationship that we then have. When we do not have relational prayer and we just approach him with transactional prayer, faith could be anywhere between but not at the maximum. And that's the difference between having an answer where your faith is at the top or not getting an answer. Two key questions that come to mind here in this connection of a relationship is, why does a child trust their parent? Many of us are parents. Why does a husband trust the wife and vice versa? That trust is built and based on the foundation of the relationship that they have with each other. The closer the relationship, stronger the trust. And you notice that a child will not trust strangers, but they trust their parents, even to the point where if they're standing at a height and the parents said jump, they would. It is the relationship. The same is true for our relationship with God as well. The closer we get to him, the stronger is our faith. The more you start to believe on the promises he has made for you. Hebrews 11 verse 6 says, without faith it is impossible to please him. But now when you have the relationship and you trust his word and all that he has promised you, then you can have that faith that is enough to please. It's the same that we have between friends that are best friends and trust each other totally. We need that friendship. We need that relationship with our parent. We need to have it as close as a husband and a wife. So what do you think will then be the answer of the request that you put to him, to your father who already knows the needs that you have? That's where our prayer life must be headed. Then from that relationship and communing comes revelation on purpose, wisdom for planning, help for implementation and execution of your plan. 
and the faith to hold on to your conviction and your spoken word, knowing that this word which is now a seed will not fail, but will do all that it was sent to do. Prayer is relational. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we each understand the importance of that relationship with you so that we come to you just to be in your presence, to connect with you, to build that relationship stronger, to know you more as a person so that the more we know you, the closer we can come to you. And when we have that close conversation, that becomes the prayer of our heart made through our spirit under an open heaven. That becomes an answered prayer. We ask for that edification, Lord, to build on our relationship. We ask for the grace that is needed for it. To renew our minds and hearts. And to connect more closely with you in the spirit. And as we pray for that spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs. For all those that are battling sickness and disease. That are hospitalized, that will undergo procedures this day. We pray for all families that are embattled, that are facing any kind of division. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds. Some may be physical, some emotional. All kinds of attacks on their life that have kept them yoked to the ground, including financial challenges, including joblessness. And today as we make our prayer, we speak against every such chain and we declare that chain broken under the authority and the relationship that we have with Jesus. We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families. Especially those members of our family and friend circle that are not yet saved. Quicken them, Lord, that they might call on your name and be delivered. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we release our prayer and our faith, then we make this our prayer of agreement with your spirit. That prayer comes to you under an open heaven. That prayer, we believe in our hearts and we receive it as an answered prayer. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for the gift of tongues to release your faith and your tongue and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit.
Sandakia, <laughs> 
In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The scripture being given today is from Philippians 3, 20 and 21. But our commonwealth is in heaven, and from it we await a saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will change our lowly body to be like his glorious body by the power which enables him even to subject all things to him. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have two scriptures that have been shared in the chat as well. The first one is from James chapter 1, verses 22 to 25, where it is written, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed in what they do. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord and God. The second one is quoted from Matthew chapter 6, verse 6. Where it is written, but when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Amen. 
Thank you, Jesus. The scripture that was put on my heart today is from Luke 11, 11 to 13. Which of you fathers, if your son asks for a fish, will give him a snake instead? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, though you are evil, I know how to, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have another scripture that has been shared in the chat, which is from John 15, verse 5, quoted from the NIV, where it is written, I am the wine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The word of God put on my heart is from 1 Corinthians 1, 18 and 19. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us when we are within his will and obedient, it chases and overtakes us. It builds up that hedge of defense around us that Satan can do nothing about. Let all of that be multiplied in each of our lives this day as we align more and more to the image and likeness of Jesus following his word and becoming doers of that word and building a closer relationship in, in, with him in our prayer and through our prayer. So that as we are blessed, let us then go out and share with others what we have received, what we have learned from him. Like he said, go out and make disciples of men, teach them. Let us share our testimony and the gospel in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Sunday, everyone. Thank you, Thank Russell. You, Russell. God bless, God bless everyone. everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone.